the Whistle Way podcast. I am with one of our great agents, Clayton Conley. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how he did in the last 12 months, 18 deals strictly on your sphere and how that correlates to money is $350,000 to $400,000 in GCI in the last 12 months strictly on working with your sphere. Is that right? That's right, Brian. <laughs> that is correct. So thank you guys for tuning in. I can't wait to dive into it with Clayton. Clayton is one of our top agents on the team. Uh, Clayton, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell tell people a little bit about who you are. Okay. My name is Clayton Conley, and um, I've been, I started real estate in 2003. Been in San Diego on the Whistle team, though, starting my fifth year. Okay. And it's been really awesome because I wrote down exactly what I wanted out of a team, um, which had to do with goal setting, with team environment. And it, anyway, found the Whistle team. It was everything that I wanted. It was funny. I remember we were talking, I think it was at a Be Different event. Yeah. And you were in the back of the room. Obviously, you were rocking your hat. Uh, Clayton always wears a hat. People are like, oh, you always have the guy with the hat on the team. I'm like, Clayton's an odd duck. I love him. I always say that about you, though, which I think you probably take as a compliment. Anyway, we were in the back of the room, and you're like, this is what I want. And you, you said this, 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 mm. this. And I said, bro, like, I, I, I'm, I'm not a salesperson. Like, I'm, I'm the director of marketing here. I'm not a salesperson. But, but literally, what you're looking for is what we offer. You're, you're tailor-made for our team. So that's super exciting to uh, that that you guys, you connected with Kyle. I'm like, here, talk to Kyle. You're like, no, it's fine. He's busy. I'm like, he's talking to people that he already knows. Like, let me introduce you. Um, and so seeing you come from there um, and really excel by working here, being in the top five or 10 agents every year since you've joined, is that right? Or is the first year I didn't do so hot because I didn't listen to Kyle <laughs> and the new agents asked me, they're like, what's your secret? I'm like, just do what Kyle says. It's like pretty easy. You can, like, you know, you don't have to go to private school to figure that stuff out. Yeah, just listen and execute. Just do what he says. Yeah. So excellent. Well, thank you guys. If you're watching this, for watching the Whistle Away podcast. This is a podcast where we help real estate agents and business generals, it business uh, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs in generals. general, <laughs> jeez, uh, help learn, grow their business. Uh, if you guys like the show. Feel free to do all the things that you would like people to do for you. So share it with a friend that you think could help. This could help. Um, share it on social. Like, comment, write us a review. We would absolutely love reviews. As you would love reviews from your clients on your Zillow or Google My Business, we would love your reviews on your favorite podcast app, iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We'd really, really, really appreciate it. Also, if you like this, you want more information like this, go to thewhistleway.com. Uh, from there, you can join our email newsletter, join our Facebook group, our referral list as people leave San Diego, which is happening. It seems to be a little bit slower now than when it was mm. early COVID. Uh, but for people to leave, we need to send them somewhere. Um, information about our Media Mayor Mastermind course, um, as well as asking a question that we will answer here on the show if it's a good question. I've had some people ask questions in there and be like, Hey, what email did I sign up with? I'm not going to answer that on whatever. Bad question. Uh, so anyways, thewhistleway.com, do all the fun stuff. Now let's get right back into Clayton. Let's do it. All right. So Clayton, before we get into how you closed 18 deals from your sphere in the last 12 months, let's take a quick look back on the last 12 months. Let's talk about your year as a whole. How many deals did you close this year or in the last 12 months as a whole? Uh, 23. So, so a high majority is sphere. Yes. I love that. So 23 total. Um, 
And what was your big vision guy? You're a big goal guy. This year, 2022 was very hard. The first half of the year was very hard to get buyers' offers accepted. The second half of the year, it was very hard to get buyers qualified. Very hard. I, I think that's for everyone. Do you remember what your goal was that coming into the year? My goal was 40. I closed okay. 36 last year. Okay. And obviously, again, tough year this year. Um, what, what do you think you did well this year? And what do you think you mm. could have done better to get closer to that goal? Mm. I'm not trying to put you on blast. Well, what was, blast? No, blast yeah. me, dude. What was, <laughs> what was well was that I um, upped my average sale price. Good. So that's one way to do it. I ended up um, closing 465 in GCI this year. And I'm happy about that. And I did less deals. So it doesn't necessarily mean I worked not as hard, though. <laughs> Everybody had to work a bit harder this year, I think. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, that's one thing people always want to talk about, making more money. If You can either do more deals or you can up your average price. Mm -hmm. So how do, how do you think you did that? Was that just from years in the business, people that bought condos with you four years ago now are buying houses? or You, you know, I think I had a mindset because in San Diego, homes are expensive. Yes. And, you know, I just thought I, there aren't a lot of people that I know that can afford a million dollar, you know, average price home. And it, and it turns out that that was wrong. <laughs> a lot of people can. Yeah. You know, partly because a million dollars, unfortunately, isn't a lot of money anymore. Um, but the other thing is, is just not assuming, right? And also, it's posturing yourself to lead from service. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, you never know who is going to knock on your door, who you're helping or whose friend they can help. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I, I was just talking to Tom earlier, one of my media uh, team members, the producer of the podcast, and I, I messed up the quote and I'm going to mess it up now. But when you're selling something, don't sell to only things that you, you can afford. So if you're like, well, I can't afford a $2 million house, doesn't mean mm. the person you're talking to can't afford a $2 million house. That's right. Um, we were talking in terms of photography and videography. Well, I can't afford a, a $5,000 video for my business, but if their, if their budget is 50 grand a month, they can afford to spend $5,000 on a video. Mm -hmm. So like, don't sell to yourself, sell to your client mm -hmm. and, and get to know them. All right. So that's good. I love that mindset. So let me elaborate on this. Please. Um, so for much of the year, you know, I chased online leads. I... Um, you know, there were a couple fancy schmancy opportunities with sort of gimmicky opportunities that um, kind of didn't lead very well. Shiny objects. Shiny objects. And but when it came down to it, I realized I have like a, you know, as far as a solo agent with an assistant, um, I have like maybe a medium sized database. I have like a thousand people, okay. a little over a thousand. And I found myself calling these people, following up from open houses, which is a good thing. But and online leads and these sort of things who would never call me back. And I realized how I was neglecting my sphere of influence. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have hundreds of people in here that have no follow-up plan. So I'm like, how about I call people that do care about me, that will recognize my number and would actually be fun to talk to and catch up with. So the big mindset shift for me was like, let's lead with the people that I want to talk to, partly because quality of life is important. And my quality of life at the end of the day of calling 50 people that 
wouldn't recognize me, wouldn't call me back after the fifth time, ghosted me, that sort of tanked my morale. Yeah. But if I can spend, call half as many people that know me, like me and trust me, and I get to check in on their kids and their, what their plans are and all that stuff, it's very rewarding and fulfilling, especially if I can help them. So that's what's been a really positive shift for me this year. And you said it earlier, and you said it again, but helping them coming from service, you're not, I was talking to Nick Palm, one of our, our uh, team leaders here, uh, or actually I was talking about Honeycutt, um, doesn't matter, but he said, you're not going to sell someone a house that doesn't want to buy a house. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to buy a house, no matter how good a salesman you are, you're not going to convince someone that doesn't want to or can't afford to buy a house to buy a house. And so we're not trying to get people that don't want to buy a house to buy a house. We're trying to help those that do want to buy a house understand the process and get it done well. And when you have that mindset, which obviously you do, and when you call your sphere with that mindset of like, how can I help you accomplish your goals? And you, you do a phenomenal at that. Um, it's not, it's not, hey, you want to buy a house for me? You probably want, like, it's not that. It's, it's, so it's much more filling the cup. Truly, you're not selling a house, you're really offering a service. And that's the big difference. And, and when you talk to someone you haven't spoken with in for a while and they ask, hey, what are you doing these days? Or how's real estate? I, I tend to go, hey, it's awesome. Are you still living in a house? And they're like, yeah, okay, what, what, what's your plans, man? Are you going to join the exodus out of California? Are you going to stay put? I'm, I'm curious because of the nature of my profession. And it's really easy to open up a convo around real estate and then from there offer you know, whatever you may be able to add to them. I love that. I want to get more detailed about that in a couple minutes. Okay. I want you to look back at the last 12 months. Um, we talked about Mr. Goal. We talked about being a hard year. What do you think didn't go well that you plan to change in the next 12 months that's within your control right the market's not within your control what are you going to try and do differently this year that maybe you didn't do as well as you wanted to last year yeah it's it's the reprioritization around building a robust robust network right before it was like hey just follow up on every lead and all leads are created equal no they're not um, and so it's how I manage my time when I do, I'd spend an hour, hour and a half, right? Hour of power, but it's actually hour and a half of power from nine thirty to 11, five days a week. And it's being really meticulous about who I'm calling. So of course I need new people in my database and I want to make sure that I'm not neg- neglecting, um, some of the amazing people that, uh, I know and have had relationship with. God, I love this so much. I want to go so many directions, but first let's start. Cause I want to talk about two different things that you just said. And then we'll go into our whistle widget of the week. Uh, and we got 10 minutes or so still. Two things you said that I want to dive into. Uh, the first leg is um, how do we, uh, from 9.30 to 11, what do those conversations look like? How do you choose who to call? How often do you call them? All that sort of stuff. And the second leg that we'll go into next is how do you get more people in your network, in your sphere, that's not just online leads, that people that have been ghosting you, rather that are true connections. Is that fair? Yeah. So let's go to number one first. How do you, how do you structure 930 to 11? What does it look like? Ideally, and I, I stopped doing this a couple months ago and I plan to pick it up again, but for like two years, I would send happy birthdays. I'd spend 15 minutes going on Facebook and find out whose birthday it was. And then I play in music, right? So I had a harmonica and I would send Do you have people, it with you right now. I, you know, it's in the car. Oh, I know <laughs> <laughs> it normally is on me. Um, and I would play a little something on harmonica and say happy birthday to him in a video. 
and I would post it on Facebook and it would make their day. And it would also be a way if I haven't talked to somebody in a couple years or whatever, and it's their birthday, I'm like, what's up? I hope you're doing great. I saw it's your birthday. I just wanted to reconnect with you. Happy birthday. You're an awesome person and maybe give them some sort of encouragement. Hey, I really like the way that you used to whatever skateboard, serve frozen yogurt, whatever, <laughs> whatever it was. Right. One thing that I learned, shout out to Kobe, uh, on our team when doing this, even though you know, it's personalized cause you're talking about, I love how you serve frozen yogurt, whatever. Uh, that sounds like someone in my database. Um, make sure you utilize, use their name. Totally. Uh, oh, because sure. I made a video for Kobe saying, can't wait to see you tomorrow at football, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, is this evergreen? I'm like, no, no Kobe, I sent it to you, but I didn't say his name. Well, so. I actually put their name in the song. Like I sing, oh, I, perfect. I, I, made, I make a big mess. <laughs> but they remember, right? The Absolutely. whole point, Seth Godin says, um, be remarkable. Yeah. And that's one of my core values. And being remarkable doesn't necessarily mean you're the top of whatever. It just means that someone paused to remark. Yeah. Whether they love you or hate you, huh? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. So the first 15 minutes, happy birthdays. What happens mm -hmm. next? Ideally, then I'll go to um, my favorite people, my sphere of influence that I know and this is the past few months I've been making sure that everybody in my database has a plan to follow up with. So they're not just sitting there. It's like my, the normal people in my database get a call every three months, right? Once a quarter, I'm reaching out some way. So I'll reach out to them and then I'll then move to like maybe five of those and I'll move to following up from any leads that I have, open houses, um, that kind of a thing. And I'll reach out to them and follow up. And then I have lots of follow-up tasks that I've um, put from past leads that I'm nurturing and that kind of a thing. But I used to just go, go down the list and then I'd neglect my favorite people for those that would ghost me. And now it's the other way around. So how often is too often to connect with your favorite people? Probably you don't want to call them three times within this session, correct? Within a session? <laughs> yeah. Within, from, from 9.30 to 11, you probably shouldn't call them at 9.30. 10, 30 oh. and 11, right? You know, and it just depends what relationship you have. I'm doing like a micro tuning right now too, where I have like what's called my Jedi circle. Okay. And my Jedi circle, like these are the people and that are like, again, back to quality of life that I want to stay connected with. You know, for example, you know, Paul Johnson in Costa Rica, oh, right? I love Paul. Yeah, he's, in, he's a mortgage dude. He's a lender and he lives in Costa Rica. I'm probably not going to be selling him a home in, directly in the next year, but he's a guy that I want to stay connected with for life. So guess what? You he's, and Paul have a lot in common. More, Yeah, we do actually. <laughs> Get us together in Costa Rica and there's even more. Um, and I want to make sure that, that I don't lose touch. There's mm -hmm. another girl named Anna who runs this Kirtan Music Circle and she's an amazing leader. And... So I want to make sure that I'm connecting with her and, and it could be a phone call or just text or email. It, it's, and it could be appropriate with how, I, you know, then it's like, here's my A team. These are the 150 people that I want to invite to events, right? Mm -hmm. These are the ones that are like, yes, they'll show up mm -hmm. when I invite them. And they'll do testimonials for you. They'll do test So mm -hmm. last week um, I took, put out the word that tried this for the first time, Clayton Conley's ugly sweater, Christmas caroling choir. I had two dozen people show up to sing Christmas carols with me on Friday. Who had the ugliest sweater? You know, you have to show up to find that out. <laughs> but it was awesome. And it's like, so for me, I, when I switched from like making sales and sweating it to like, how do I have a rich quality of life? That's it. Because when you start working with amazing people and you start collecting people of like, you're awesome. I want, I want you to be in my collection. Mm -hmm. you know, what's the guy? Um, William Randolph Hearst did that. Hearst Castle. Okay. That's yeah. what he did. He'd have this giant banquet table and he'd have like Charlie Chaplin and, and, and Ford and like these guys come in at, at his table. And what they would say is that 
um, you'd, they'd stay there for like a course of a week. And as he lost interest in you, your seat would be farther and farther away from him at the oh, table. No. But he would collect people. He collected everything. Um, so that was an inspiration <laughs> of like, as I sit in my own meditation time and, and ponder like what real value is to me, the assets that are most important of my true wealth in life are the people that I know starting with my kids, but it's the people. All right. Let's, that's a perfect segue into now we know what you do from nine thirty to 11. How you have a thousand people. You obviously didn't start with a thousand people. You didn't just make up a thousand phone numbers, right? You built that. How do you build that? How do you continue to build that from with real genuine relationships? Right. We obviously know you can build that with Facebook ads and Google ads, mm -hmm. open houses. Like those are good. But how do you build that with genuine relationships? Yeah, you just have a consciousness that I'm building a beautiful life mm -hmm. and the pillars of my beautiful life are people. And when you come around somebody that feels exceptional to you, um, either you can serve or you're just vibing with, you make special attention to make a little note of it and then you enter them in your database and then you put them in a category with a basic follow-up plan. Sound, and it is systematic and robotic in some ways, but it's rich and it's the only way to, to keep those. Now, do you have a, a system? I, I know you're very systematic. I know you do, at least you used to, you built a vision board, you did puzzle pieces, mm -hmm. you built that every morning. You yeah. do your 9.30 to 11 every day. You do meditation every day. You do other things that we won't probably talk about on the podcast probably every day. Um, do you have something in your, um, in your schedule that says, I'm going to go on dinners with people or I'm going to go to networking events or... Um, I'm going to be conscious about going out and meeting people. Yeah. They're not going to come to you. It's, and it's say, both. It's organic right. and it's scheduled. And, and like, I'm not like, I have to fight to have a schedule, but I realized when I started turning my work into my spiritual practice, everything changed. My work isn't me whipping my butt forward. It's actually a devotion to my own life. And that's a giant difference for me. So now, but some of the nuts and bolts that I've done is this year, particularly um, when in my morning meditations, one of my questions I ask myself, or actually at the end of the day, I have a 10 minute closing ceremony where I light some candles and I do a mind dump of gratitude. And then I also, one question I answer every day is what did I notice about myself? You know, cause I realized how detached I'd been over the years cause I'd just been focusing on others. I've left myself behind. Well, one thing I noticed is that I do my best thinking work in the morning. And then I kind of go downhill if I'm after at, at a computer afternoon. So I'm like, how do I do all of my systematic work stuff? That's like requires more attention and focus in the morning. And then in the afternoon, how do I get out of the office? So I'm like, well, what do I do when I'm out of the office? Well, let's meet with people. So it's like, okay, my goal next year is to have an appointment a day. And I don't oh, care I who that. it's with. It's going to be with a buyer, seller, a friend, a somebody, somebody new or whatever. But if I can meet at two o'clock in the afternoon with somebody five days a week, then business will grow and my quality of life will grow. So it's pretty simple. And I, I love some of the things you said that I'm, I'm sure you probably, that, that sparked some ideas that I'm sure you probably already do. You talked about um, business members in, in, we didn't even talk about OBTV at all, um, but I know you're, you're very... Uh, in tune with the businesses in Ocean Beach in, in California. Um, and so building those relationships. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure there are things, there are relationships you build. You talked about your, your children are your number one. I mean, as I have kids that are getting older, I'm knowing kids, I, I'm knowing uh, the kids' parents that we did t-ball with, <clears throat> the kids at school. Like mm -hmm. we get to know people that way. Um, and then obviously you mentioned the music circle. I know you're big into music. Obviously we talked about harmonica. But people that are watching this don't even know how much you're into music by just that one statement. 
but I know you do, um, and correct me if I'm wrong on the terminology, but, but jam sessions and drum circles and, and those types of things where you get to build relationships with people for the sake of quality of life, not for the sake of, I'm going to go to this drum circle because I'm going to try and pick up two new leads. And, and by the end totally. of the, the 26 months, like, you don't do that, but it happens. And that's how you do 18 deals or $350,000 in GCI um, in 12 months by focusing on your sphere. Is there anything else that, that I'm missing? Maybe I, maybe I said something that sparked something or. Well, here's one thing that, that we talk about door knocking a lot. Uh -huh. And in my neighborhood, I live in ocean beach, San Diego. And it's like, there's a pack of dogs, every other house and, and some stairs and people have been there forever. I'm not selling. And, and you're just like, this is tedious and I'm scared. Yeah. And I'm like stressed. My nervous system is like a wreck by the time I do that. And so it's funny because if I go to, um, someone's house, let's say, you know, Martha who owns, you know, Martha's cookies, right. And, and OB, if I go to her house, she's is that a real person. No, I, I was going to use some real people, but I'm not. Okay. Um, and if I knock on her door and she's like in her robe and she's like, who's this big dude knocking on my, she's going to be like, uh, hi, I didn't expect you. Right. And, and probably not answer or, you know, I have something to overcome. Yeah. She's got a guard up. If I go to Martha's cookies when they open at eight o'clock and say, hi, I'm going to be greeted. Hey, how are you doing? I'm so happy to see you. So the thing, if you're building a network on a professional level is door knock businesses, because the, the relationship dynamic is way different. And so you can go in and, and be like, great, I want to, I like the coffee here. I like go to the things that you like first, you know, or you're interested about or curious about and go in there and check it out and make relationships when they're on the like service end mindset. And you can pop by there anytime and they're going to be there and you can just totally farm your business community. And I love that so much. We obviously have been doing that with totally. videos for That's years, joined you. but I've, I've never heard the phrase and it, like you've, you have my two minute elevator pitch into three words, door knock businesses. Mm -hmm. I don't know if door knock might be one word. I don't know if it's compound, or whatever. but it's like, yeah, now at this point, they want something from you. You build a relationship, and as you go on an appointment a day next year, and you bring people to Martha's Cookies, and Martha already mm -hmm. knows. So one, you've already built a relationship. She knows you. Now you bring other people to her business. Yep, yep. You're buying cookies for your daughters. Like Martha loves you. Mm -hmm. Like she, she she loves you by meeting you. But now, hey, you brought me more business. Hey, you're buying more stuff. Hey, you're you're talking about me on social. Hey, 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 hey. There's a zero percent chance, unless her husband is a realtor, that she's using anyone but you as her trusted guided source of what's going on. Exactly. Oh, so door knock businesses. I love it. We vote with our dollars and, and there's this element of the law of reciprocity. And if you're showing up there, here's another thing that I'm doing with that because I want to try to be more efficient with time. So I'm beginning something this year. It's called first hump day. And so that's Wednesday. And thank you guys so much for watching. We'll <laughs> if you want to make friends, um, build a community. I don't know where this is going. Well, so Wednesday is hump day. So the first Wednesday of the month, I'm um, gathering, I'm curating meetups. Okay. So it's like, hey, Martha, I need you to meet, you know, Geo at uh, It's Raw Poke, right? And we're, I'm going to gather and curate people for um, conversations around drinks. 
and just once a month, here's a small networking of people you should know. So I'm going to be introducing about a half a dozen people to each other once a month to, because it's like, how do we all build each other's quality of life? Cause we're vibing on the same, you know, value system in the same neighborhood, some sort of common ground. Oh, I love that. So, and, and I mean, you say that I'm already thinking about, let's get business to get businesses together, mm -hmm. hosted at each, each other's businesses, uh, kind of like a, uh, less formal, yeah. more personable, like a la tip or um, BNI group of like, look, we don't need to put a put a label on it, but let's get together and learn and, and, and help well, each other. And, and there's two ways about it. One is, you know, you you're in charge and I can put the word out to 20 people and invite somebody to something. Hey, you know, Billy at the auto shop, listen, it's, it's been a little bit. I'd love to catch up. Hey, I'm doing a little gathering of just like-minded business owners on, on Wednesday. You, you want to hump on Wednesday? Come by and, and join the hump. Um, get on the hump day. And whether you can or can't, I was able to offer something, reach out in with my hand, like I'm here to help and, and provide something. And whether they show up or not, we still made a connection. So those are the things. And again, it's it's quality of life because yeah. ultimately I, I used to compartmentalize my life mm -hmm. and now it's like, no, I'm going to go introduce Jackie Dragon to Roger Kubey, my lender, because they have these, this in common. You know, they both like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> I, I love that. That's it's. It, and what I love most about it is you didn't go broke doing it. Mm -hmm. You you made what did you say? I think you said 23 total. You made close to a, a hundred or a half a million dollars in GCI. And your quality of life, although you made more last year, uh, would you agree that you're, would you say, I'm, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, would you say that your quality of life now is better? Yeah. And the, even just the focus on quality of life. So a lot of times in the morning when I plan for the day, I really do get still and go, hey, what's going to bring me the most joy? Because I used to work out of obligation and it was hard. And then if you lose that deal, you're like, gosh, you feel defeated. And now it's like, well, no, I'm, I'm working out of abundance because I'm working out of joy. And the more... The better you feel, the more you allow in your life. Write that down. The better you feel, the more you allow. That's the jam. So I'm committed to feeling great about going to work because that's what's contagious on this more quantum level. And yes, know your stuff, know your scripts, know your crap. But how true and integrous are you being to your own gift of life? And how is that coming forward? And how are you doing what's in your nature rather than forcing yourself to do things that you hate? A lot of people wouldn't like to do what I do. You know, I think mean, I... I led a marching band down the street not too long ago, right? And no, that's not for everybody. But figure out what your kung fu is and dial in on that and do that and see what happens. And you are so uniquely you. I, I, I can't tell you how many people mention them. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, you have the guy with the hat or the guy with the harmonica or the guy who plays music. I hear that <clears throat> often. And I probably should share that with you because it's Thank you. the brand you're building. And it's always great to hear that the brand you're building works. Uh, but I hear that often. Um, and I always say, again, yep, I, I love Clayton. Clayton's an odd dude, but you are uniquely you. Uh, odd duck is what I heard. Odd, well, that was, I, I changed it, my script a little bit. Oh, each I've, I've up-leveled, that's nice. Um, but you, uh, you're like, I hate being a duck. I want to be an odd goat. And duck you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Clayton, I really appreciated this. I think your mindset uh, shift, which you've made in the last year, but I think knowing you, you've been about mindset for years and years and years. Ever since I've known you, you've always thought about mental health and, and on one level or another, I think much deeper than I ever have. This conversation, I feel much more tuned in and I want to take some of the things that you talked about today and really be cognizant and focused on it. So I really appreciate that. 
Before we get to our whistle widget of the week, one, do you have anything else to add before we talk about our widget? Um, I, I would add this. <clears throat> the the practice that I mentioned that's changed everything for me. I've I've had a um, a morning practice for years, a morning devotion to waking up and meditate and doing these things. Um, but this year I, I began my closing ceremony at 9.45. And basically I sit down, I light a candle, I have a book. In the morning I write some things and then on the other page for the evening, I take inventory of my gratitude. I take inventory of what felt good today, what didn't, and then ask that question, um, what did you notice about yourself? That's been huge. Sometimes we overlook ourselves. And the more I get to know myself, the more I get to say, well, what naturally wants to happen? The more I figure that out, the more I can in incorporate that and integrate it into my business life. So then I'm working less and less. I'm living life more and more, and I'm actually making more money doing things that feel better, meeting great people. So the practice is be a student of yourself and mm -hmm. not just say, but actually write it down because you'll remember it that way and then watch what happens. And you come from a different posture that I believe has access to like a sort of different quantum spiritual economy than just checking the boxes. Yeah. When you write things down, you can't BS it, right? Like I, mm -hmm. I tell people that, you know, or when you say things out loud, you can't BS it. When you're, when, I talk to people about practicing their, their scripts for videos and they'll go, yeah, no, I thought about it on the way here mm. in the car. Like, well, kind of. But then you also thought about other things. The music was on. Like, you weren't you weren't 100% in. So when you're sitting down writing, yeah. when you're sitting down or saying it out loud or however you want to do it, you can't just be like, what did I think about today? Oh, I thought it was good. Okay. And, and then you're on. Like, it, it, it gives you constant focus. So I appreciate that. Um, again, before we get into our Whistle Widget of the Week, I have something that I'm really excited to share. What's I that? know you have something that, um, that you use in your business to help you with your building your sphere, communicating with your sphere. Before we get into that, if you found value in this, please, 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 the one thing I want you to do, um, the one, the the number one thing, I'll ask you to do other things too, but this is the number one thing, is I want you to to listen to this video or podcast or watch this video and send it to one person that you think this will help them, whether they're an odd gentleman. See, I keep upgrading him, like Clayton, and you're like, hey, this person is all about. Uh, this is not odd, but 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 mindset about internal, authentic, right? Uh, authentic, the, and and I want to share that with them, and and maybe it's someone that has, feels like they have to be someone they're not mm. to get deals done. And you say, mm -hmm. hey, look, you can be you. Um, whether this is someone that says, hey, I want to I want to focus solely on my sphere. I don't want a door knock. I don't want a cold call. How do I do that? Um, or if it's maybe your best friend or someone you hate, or maybe it's a, a, a lender that you haven't talked with for a while and you want to communicate, send this video to them so that way you can reconnect, add some value to them, and uh, that would be helpful for us. So I'd appreciate that. Again, you can go to thewhistleway.com, learn all about our uh, Media Mayor Mastermind, our Facebook group, our email newsletter, our uh, referral system. Um, there's one more thing. Oh, and ask a question. Um, and then again, if you could write a review, that would be great too. But if you can just share this with one person, uh, text it to him, email it to him, tell him to look it up. I would really appreciate that. Good? Bueno. I like that. That was good. Um, all right, so now let's bounce into our whistle widget of the week. This is something that we use in our life, in our business, saves us time, makes us money, helps us have more fun, helps us be more efficient. Something that, that if you're watching this, you can use, pick up today and use in your business. I'm going to go first if you don't mind. Um, you've done this before. But anyways, um, this here is a microphone system by DJ, DJI um, mm. that has one receiver, 
meaning you plug one thing into your camera and has two microphones. So as we're having this conversation here on the podcast with the podcast microphones, if we want to do this out like you do for OBTV or we do for our Everything East County, we can have uh, Kyle will have one microphone, the, the business owner have another microphone, goes into the camera really easy, syncs up, um, wireless. I have the Rode version of these. This is, Rode came out with a second version and then DJI came out with these. Uh, Chad, one of my media team members, has these and he absolutely loves them. We're giving these away for a mm. challenge. Um, but that is my widget of the week. Nice. Clayton, what do you have? What is your whistle widget of the week? Well, Brian, my whistle widget of the week is BombBomb. BombBomb. Many of you have heard about BombBomb and many of you haven't. Now, BombBomb is a video, how do you describe it? A video making platform? It's a, it's a tool to send videos via email and text. Yeah, so, you, so exactly. So um, you may have heard that I use video for this reason. Texts take a long time mm -hmm. to be to express yourself well, and just that reality that fifty six percent of communication is body language, like seventeen or eighteen percent is tone, and it's like a voice, and like less than ten is actual I think content. Seven percent, yeah. So, and seven percent is is your actual content, and it's so easy for people to misinterpret what you say based on how they're feeling. So, what I find is when I make calls to people or when I do something fun or when I leave a message, I do, I use bomb bomb because that way I record a video. So, and it, and it, um, embeds into my Gmail. So when they open it, I have a little sign up that says, Hey Brian. And I'm going like holding it back and forth, waving it a little bit. It gives me like three seconds of, um, little preview. And on it, it says um, message from Clayton 30 seconds. So you see it, you see this guy, holding up a little sign that says your name on it. It says it's only 30 seconds and it's a custom video to you. The open rate is huge. And then you're going to hear me and see me in the way that I wanted to express it. Hey man, I really loved meeting you and your wife at our open house on Sunday. And like I said, I would follow up today. I'm looking forward to putting an appointment on the books this week to hear more about your goals and wants and dreams and all that jazz. I'll be calling you back tomorrow. And, the, and then I can see when they open it, if they open it, how many times they watch it. And it's incredible. I have such control over my business and it's a way to be efficient, quick. And again, it's in my wheelhouse to, I'm, I would much rather be on camera than be typing something. Yeah, I love using that technique on Facebook Messenger, on Slack. Yes. With, but obviously, if it's someone you met at an open house, you don't have that communication. I think you use an app, what's the app, Marco Polo or? Big? He's big no, what's name. what's the app where you can do like little video messages back and forth? Oh yeah, Marco Polo. Marco Polo, yeah. I actually use um, the BombBomb on the phone. Okay. On the app on the um, but yeah, BombBomb, like you said, is great for sending it via email and has amazing tracking statistics. So I absolutely love that. So Clayton, that does it for today. Thank you so much. We will see you guys all next week on the Whistle Away podcast. The Whistle Away.